You have just been invaded by... Hey there guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room and you're listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch with my co-host Grizzly Cryden. If you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And if you have any particular news stories that you would like us to cover in a future episode, then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on Discord. Plus, if you are listening to the podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world, then please do give us a little review. It really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. Anyway, enough of the plugs. Let's get on with the show. Hey there, guys. It's time for Slopescast. I've had a couple of ciders and I'm ready to go. November 2022, November 8th, 2022. <laughs> Whoa, messed it up already. It doesn't matter. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Um, yeah, we've got plenty of Sega topics tonight, which makes me a happy boy. Um, thank you, Grizzly. Thank you. Thank you. Most welcome. Most, most welcome. Yes. Have you had a good week, Grizzly? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Just uh, keeping an eye out on the new game releases, such as Sonic Frontiers and God of War. Um, have you played either which I have not. Uh, normally, I'd be all over them at the, at, from the off, and I know mm. that one of them is a very, very, very good game, and the other one is God of War. No, I'm only joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... I, I don't know. I just I'm very conscious about my time these days, and uh, yeah, yeah. being a daddy. Yes, uh, finding daddy time is very good. Uh, very very good. Uh, Isabel yeah, is buying stuff. Buying no. retro games. No, no. <laughs> it happens. It's where I could be tired. Ooh. Keep the yawning. Apologies to everyone. That's very very rude of me. Uh, no, I've been buying vinyl. <laughs> Yeah, you have. You have. You put you up a nice vinyl collection. And uh, for all those people that were listening in before we went live, we were just chatting for about 20 minutes, winding everyone up, talking about classic download festival lineups and uh, the vinyls that we're looking out for. I've got a new uh, needle, stylus, whatever you want to call it, uh, for my record player and um, a new belt coming, which I'll be putting on this week. Uh, so I can listen to my new records because they're not sounding too good with that vinyl. I don't want to ruin them. Uh, I've got the new Sex vinyl, which is very, 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 very good. For people who don't know, it's the uh, the music found in the jukebox from the uh, Vivian Westwood shop, Sex, from the 19, uh, late 70s. Um, famous for bringing bands like the Rolling... Not Rolling Stones. Um, um, oh, my God. The, the Sex Pistols um, and, and, and several others uh, to fame. But uh, anyway, we're not here to talk about music. We just said before we went live, we're going to stop talking about music. We're going to talk about video games, of which we have six topics to discuss. As always, it's going uh, uh, to talk us through these six topics. Go for it, mate. Yes, I suppose I shall. So uh, this week, we're going to be talking about PlayStation VR 2, uh, pricing and game details that have just been announced. Uh, Sega has opened a job posting, which might be good enough for any of you guys listening in? Yes, you could be the new Sonic Lore Master. I hate this. Go on, Karen. Let's go. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Elevator Action and Cleopatra, both of which are Saturn tributes, Sega Saturn, that is, have mm. been announced for modern consoles. Uh, Sony loses 2 million PS Plus subscribers since the new sub service has gone live. Um, 
there is a new toy in town of Streets of Rage Adam Hunter. <gasps> uh, the Streets of Rage 4 form. And Gears of War comes to Netflix. <laughs> and soon to be cancelled by Netflix. Yeah. Right, so we'll go straight into it. Um, upcoming PSVR games, of which there is quite a few for the new PSVR 2. Um, I have a PSVR. Do you have a PSVR? I did. Uh, I actually oh, did? sold it in anticipation oh, really? for PSVR 2. Um, Interesting. And so then you're now I'm kind of glad. Too, then. Uh, I was. I don't think I am now. And there's a few reasons for it, which we're going to. Oh, most okay. uh, most importantly, because of the price. Um, so PlayStation VR 2 has uh, been announced as having a price point of $529.99, which is uh, about $80, £80 to uh, that more expensive than the PS5 that it plays on. Um, and Jeez. I feel like that's a bit of a mistake on Sony's part because... You could just go and get an Oculus Quest for less than that and be able to play it untethered. Yes, I know that the spec is better on PSVR 2. I'd fully expect that to be the case. Is it significantly better? Um, I don't think that your average parent would care, genuinely. If all you're going to do is stick on the headset and play some Beat Saber, they're not going to care. I don't think. Um. But that's not to say that there isn't some good games coming out for it. I mean, there's there's some interesting stuff here. Uh, you've got access to things like the Dark Pictures Switchback, which is basically a um, a sequel to Until Dawn: Rush of Blood, which was a really good like shooting gallery game. Um, there's also the Jurassic World Aftermath Collection, which looks a lot of fun. You got the Star Wars Comes stuff, the CGI um, CGI thing that have a name of it. Yeah. And also, let's not forget that the, the control system is so much better this time around because it's proper, like, motion control. Also, you're getting things like Resident Evil Village, which I did say at one point, if that came to VR, I would play it again. Um, which I, I, I can't you know. play through them on VR. Mm. I, I, I'm too much of a wuss. Yeah. I, I, I didn't play Resident Evil for so long because I, I, I had to play it on VR, and eventually I caved and um, didn't play it on VR. <laughs> Uh, not the most interesting story in the world, but no, I, I just couldn't. I can't do them. I, I, it's the thing that puts me off. Why do it, all of the games have to? Well, not all of them, but the majority of the games have to be um, horror games. Yeah, oh, and that's that's because horror games are an easy win for VR because you can put your, yourself in any situation, and because you're in that VR space, yeah, you 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 feel the effect. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just kind of a given. Um, what really bothers me is that you're still getting horror games. You're still getting shooting galleries and all of this. We should be looking at full-on narrative titles. And yeah, you do get that with Resident Evil Village, but you've already played that game And if you wanted to play it. And Resident Evil 4 Remake is also getting the VR treatment, which again is a great, great uh, thing for PlayStation VR 2 if you hadn't already played it. You know, mm. it's just... It, it's those things like... I am getting a bit tired of like um, trying to back something made by Sony, which I know they're not going to back themselves. And it's, I know it's, it's painful for me. I mean, it's so expensive. I, I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't mind experience like games, um, of which this will have some. Um, uh, well, have a lot, but I, I, it's, it's all that this has, you know, and. and when they'd done Resident Evil for the last PSVR, that was a massive system seller for me because it was a full, fully-fledged VR game. Um, yeah. And, you, you, I mean, I don't think there's one, really, is there? I mean, these are all experiences, like a couple of hours' experiences. 
Well, Resident Evil Village is the full game, but again, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's a yeah, it's, yeah, it's modified, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it's just one of those uh, it's just one of those things where nothing's really changed in the grand scheme of things. Mm. Um, and I, I want it to be different, but at this stage, there's just nothing to prove it. And we all remember what the PlayStation Vita went through, where it had like a massive like game launch lineup, one of the best console launch lineups there ever was. Um, but after that, nothing came out of note. Um, mm. you, you had your Wipeout, you had your Uncharted, you had uh, Little Big Planet Vita, sure, that came out slightly after. But beyond that, there wasn't anything of real like significance, and that's what killed it. Yeah. And it it was like Sony saying, "Well, you support it, and then we'll provide you the games." And I'm afraid it doesn't work like that. You need to give us the games, and then we'll support it. Well, yeah, that's always been my stance. That's why I don't have an Xbox One X, Series X, whatever you want to call it, because um, I want I want exclusive games. Um, yeah, that's it, really. Uh, yeah. So I mean, hey, it looks very pretty. It looks very, 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 very pretty. Uh, it's obviously going to be some really, really nice kit. Five hundred pounds, though. Yeah. Um, oh, I like yeah. the tentacle thing. Don't get me wrong. I like the tentacle. You know, stacking shipping containers and throwing them and what have you. That looks fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, getting. Uh, um, yeah. What was that? What was that game? Where you have to throw things on the Wii. Uh, throw blocks, block blast, or something. It was the uh, um, um, Steven Spielberg made game. Yes, uh, that it, was. It looks uh, a bit like that. <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta find out. Boom blocks, boom blocks. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it looks like boom blocks a little bit. <laughs> um, but hey, whatever, whatever. I mean, five five hundred is just too much. It's just too much. Yeah. I mean, if it needs to be that, it needs to be that. But I feel like when it comes down to these consoles, they they really could take a bit of a hit potentially. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the answer when, is. When it comes to like consoleized vr the one thing that made it really work for the playstation vr one was because yes it cost as much as a ps4 did when it came out mm -hmm. and yes it was 100 pound more expensive at that point it came out but um it was the cheapest vr solution on the market at that point you know to for proper you know immersive vr now the Oculus Quest has come out, it's not tethered to anything. Bear in mind, PSVR 2 has to be connected to the PS5 to work. And it just feels like, I don't feel like the people who are going to buy this and make it successful, i.e. parents with children, they're not going to want to buy it because you can whip out that cable and damage your £450 console. That's the last <laughs> thing people want to do in this climate, right? right? So, yeah, it just feels like a sticker shock at the stage. Mm -hmm. I would be interested to see how um, well this does. I mean, I, I imagine it's going to set up because everything seems to. Yeah, and it probably will. It'll probably be on eBay for twice the price when it first comes out. But mm. buy two and sell one. That's what everyone's going to be thinking. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be as successful as that. Catatonia reckons she'll buy it in three years' time when it goes on sale. Yeah, that'll probably be the best litmus test that you'll ever do because the games will still be as good as they'll, they will ever be, be there won't they yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh you'll ho hopefully have more or it will be super cheap because none none more have come out it's the best way to go about it really you yeah. don't need vr right now no the thing is i just know i won't put the time into it yeah but it'll be something i would like to have yeah Hey Sony, you want to send me one? I'll do a good review of it. You know, as in, like, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll do an honest review of it. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I, it, it's the money that's holding me back. Yeah, I'm sure the device itself is going to be good. And I don't, I don't think for a second that Sony should be giving these things away. But if they are trying to champion the system as it is, um, then that's they, they need tracking. to do something. Like at least bundle a few games with it, un- unlike what they've been doing with everything they've been doing for the past 10 years and just releasing the hardware and you have to buy the game separately. At least give us an experience. Do you remember when they did the first VR and then they had the PlayStation, was it Visions collection or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you had to buy that for like 60 quid on yeah. top of your VR purchase. Yeah. And it's essentially the the PlayStation equivalent of Wii Sports at that point. It's just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just just silly. They should They should just throw something in and that would make it more palatable absolutely absolutely thank you very much by the way for subscribing there uh soul xxv thank you yeah Uh, but yeah i think we talked about this enough it's um something i'd like uh but unfortunately it's just too expensive um yeah uh, it it probably needs to be but uh, i mean oh yeah again like i say i mean it's gonna sell so uh, it it wouldn't be in their best interest to to knock it down in price um it probably is in their best interest to keep it at the price it is (laughs) they know what they're doing best games by the look of it by the look of them by the way the dark pictures uh pistol whip vr which is basically uh, you know um looks like super hot and um and that's a tentacular looks looks like a lot of fun too yeah i mean that's just gonna be a good mess around game isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, whatever version of Beat Saber they do for the the thing, because that's always a system seller. That that, that is what sold me on it, honestly. Uh, well, I, I got it for the PC. Yeah, uh, it one of the best games I've ever played. I was blown away by it. Yeah, absolutely, majorly. Oh wow, this is so super hot. This uh, pistol whip game, isn't it? Totally. I and think it's someone's ripping it off. But it's like um, it's constantly moving as well. So there just seems to be more more going on in this one like almost right. like an endless runner but you have to shoot people as well just looks like fun yeah it's gonna be fun yeah i still don't i still don't understand why konami haven't released police 24 7 for uh, vr it seems like it's made for it right yeah yeah i mean i for me like i don't know if it's if it i mean if people have looked into this and it doesn't work but when you take games like Grand Theft Auto, instead of putting you in the eye of the um, uh, the first person mode, can't you have it where like you're looking down, like the same yeah. way you are now, third person? But now you've just got the world; you can see the whole world. Like, is that not something you can do? Like, they've done a few games like that, but they don't they don't do as well as the immersive stuff. I will say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't know. It's like I'd, I'd love a full, fully fledged version of that like, Batman Arkham game they released for the last one. But I suppose yeah. after so, you know, they're all going to do the same, uh, you know, do a little puzzle, unlock a door, something jump scare jumps out at you, you know, all that sort of thing. And I suppose once you've done several games like that, they're all going to be very, very similar. Yeah, I liken it to 3D television when that came out. Do you remember when that you had like My Bloody Valentine 3D and it showed the axe always getting close to your face and it's just like, oh, something jumped up and you thought it was real because you're in this space. There's only so many times that works and it's only so many times it's interesting. And yeah. what, what I was looking at this Horizon um, game they've made for it, uh, what's it called? Um, Horizon Call of the Mountain. I don't mm-hmm. see anything different apart from a bit of archery there. Yeah. It's, it might as well just be that shark demo from PlayStation Visions 
uh, experience <laughs> thing. Yeah. I, I, I remember bringing people around and showing them that. That was that was um, a great little demo to show off the PSVR, that shark demo on the first one. I just thought of the analogy. Do you remember Jurassic Park, right? When they pulled up the car and they see the dinosaurs for the first time and everyone's like, that sweeping music comes in and everyone's like, yeah. oh my God, it's a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's great. And then they did the same thing in the sequel. And you're just thinking, yeah, yeah, I've kind of seen dinosaurs. I know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so like you you know you're going to be running from this thing later on right and then jurassic park 3 tries to do it and then jurassic world tries to do it and then jurassic world dominion tries to do it and you're just thinking there's there's no magic here anymore it's like um, it, it, on a different note about changing subject a little bit jurassic park yeah. that final film killed the franchise i was so disappointed <laughs> nothing to do with uh, VR. i was really furious yeah. with that film i was really angry Really, yeah. really angry. You get what I'm saying, though, right? It's yeah, just yeah. like it, it loses so much. Like after <laughs> yeah. the first, I took the wrong part of your point. I just wanted to emphasize how much <laughs> I was disappointed in that movie. It was I, one of those I... films where I just kept looking over at my wife when I was watching it, and I was like, "This film is so bad! Oh my god!" Like every so often, like this is so bad. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was really angry, really angry. Right, let's go on to the next topic. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> oh, well, here we go. Right, Sega. Um, they're looking to hire a <laughs> Sonic Lawmaster uh, to, 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 because the, the, the Sonic Law is so ridiculously in-depth and, and they, they, they need someone to make sure it's all intact when they release future games. This is so... Sh- I don't know. I don't think it's that stupid when you've got Lawmasters for things like Elder Scrolls and what mm-hmm. have you. It makes sense because... But the problem is, right, is... Even the people who are really big fans of the Sonic storyline, and I know there's loads of people out there that really are sold on Sonic Adventure and, you know, the origins of Shadow and all of that. But you know it's ridiculous, right? You know it's absolute rubbish and tosh. Yeah? yeah. The, the, the Sonic storyline is just awful. <laughs> well, isn't it, what I don't get is, that like, what's this Lord Master supposed to do? Because... I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know the in and outs of like the the yeah. history of like you know the storylines of all these when they all link together. But like, I mean, surely there's several games that just do not connect. I mean, where, where does Sonic Shuffle fit into the Sonic Adventure world, and where does um you know that 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 RPG they made where does that fit into it all? Uh, what about the Pico games? Do they fit in there somewhere? What about the comics? What about the movie? Is that, what what I, I feel well, like when you start apparently. getting this. Does it does it all fit? Uh, well, not so not so much in the canon sense, as in like it kind of fits in with like the character and the the themes of the the franchise and what have you. I think that's what they're going for, really, because mm. they are asking for people who have got knowledge of the comics. They're asking for knowledge of the the films, the the cartoons, and all of that. All anything mm. that has a story attached to Sonic. Um, and I think the main idea is that they can keep things consistent and, you know, relevant. So I think what this is going to lead to, and this is like the roundabout way of looking at it. Um, I think that what this is going to lead to is the more licensed Sonic games as a result okay. of like opening them oh, up. So it could potentially be a good thing. Yeah, it could be. It could absolutely be a great thing because if more licensed uh, partners are getting involved, think Sonic Chronicles by Bethesda and what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
and they're just getting someone to essentially fact check and say no sonic wouldn't do this or this doesn't fit or this has already been covered or you know all of that kind of thing and enter the hedgehog verse yeah i think they could be looking at something like that and just making sure things are consistent you know unlike the sonic movie when it was first announced so <laughs> I, I i see it as a good thing in terms of making things stay on brand staying on model as it were okay so um, you might have uh yeah what about the lcd handheld from mcdonald's chevmatic wants to know make sonic r cannon says andy norton have, um, you, have you seen that indian <laughs> mcdonald's trailer for those course. sonic handhelds yeah of yeah course. that's canon that is canon that is yeah there yeah we go. <laughs> um yeah yeah it's i mean okay so you might have won me over a little bit because when i read this i was like no is there going to be someone there when you know peter um christian whitehead sorry wants to go make sonic mania 2 well no actually that character died in issue 72 and I was like, yeah no, i just you know like i i don't want any of that you know uh actually um i i do like little cameo things i i was gushing um when i watched uh the sonic the hedgehog movie the for the first time in the cinema yeah. i'm noticing all the little things like you know like when he was looking at the world one of them was the saturn logo little things like that and uh the when they did the, the machine sketch. coffee and yeah, yeah yeah uh when they did the sketch it was um uh of that 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 poorly drawn sonic from you know online and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that little things like that like i think yeah it's really really cool i, I like all that sort of yeah um, sonic r is canon thank you yeah definitely um no, you might have won me over you might have won me over. Hey, I mean, it's, it seems like such a small thing, right? In a company like Sega, mm. who's been very lean as a business over the years, um, you know, the, the thought of them like hiring something like this or a role like this seems almost superfluous. But it's almost like I, this is the kind of thing you would expect them to have had in the 90s when they were like originally planning this. You know, they had the Sonic Bible, right? That yeah. was the the style guide and you know the rules <laughs> that all of the the all of the like Sega team had to follow for something to qualify as a Sonic thing. This is just an extension of that. They just wanted to make sure that someone's got you know their eye on things that could or could not be correct. So it'll be interesting to see how this pans out and whether it actually has any effect on the real world. I mean, the scenario I gave you is purely uh, hypothetical mm -hmm. but um you know with 400 applicants already i can see it being a quite a popular thing and i'm sure i you know it's one of those things right if i was a bit younger and had more time on my hands i probably would have like it it, it would have been like the kind of thing i would have applied for because i am a massive you don't think, you're gonna, you don't think you'll apply for it now no no i really? would not want that responsibility because i know how these things end when it comes to the Sonic fan base. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not want to not want to do this because that's a lot of responsibility in a brand that it that garners so much hatred from oh, its fan base. Deviant Artist 69 uh, uh, thinks you got that particular fact wrong. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it, it's, it's quite an odd one. It really is. You might have won me over, to be fair. You might have won me over. Yeah. Um, just having someone that has like an encyclopedic knowledge on everything Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Actually. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> Elevator Actions is returning. Ooh. Oh, yeah, boy, yes. oh boy, do I love me some elevator action. Yes, I, I don't know as much about elevator action. Uh, it's one of those things I should absolutely play because it seems to be like 
retro gaming royalty but mm. i love the idea that sega saturn games are becoming more viable and getting more re-releases on yeah, modern we had a hardware couple of cotton ones didn't we that's right i think these are the same guys uh okay. potentially um what was interesting about the cotton one before i defer to dan because he's the all-knowing elevator action guru i'm not all knowing. Um, i'm all knowing i just enjoy the games but yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the elevator action law master you could yeah say. i was waiting for that yeah yeah um what I do like is the fact that the Panora- Panorama Cotton Games had a fully working and operational Sega Saturn emulator built in, and it was they like did. technically better than anything people have done like separately. So, and wasn't there another one to use it? Um, there was another one as well um, uh, that, that wasn't so good in the Cotton series, uh, Sega Saturn uh, emulator, I believe. I don't know if they Probably. ever fixed it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you are right. There was an emulator in the code. That's um, right, yeah. So emulation I, on that Saturn is getting uh, not easier and easier, but it's getting better and better uh, to the point where it's almost perfect. Um, it's taken a long time. <laughs> oh yeah, Pendulum. Pendulum. yeah. If it wasn't for those chips, eh? Um, but yeah, this this looks pretty cool. Um, what do you think, Dan? I mean, I'm all for it. Is this coming out physically? Uh, I don't know about physical, but did the Cotton Games get released physically? I'm not. Yeah, sure. I mean, I've got them behind me. Ah, there you are, then. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine this will be got, a I've special reserve game still. Yeah, it'll be um, strictly limited, I reckon. The game like this, yeah, they seem to get hold of their other ones. Yeah, uh, the ones that limited run don't touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we got. Let's have a look. Um, so they, they they've obviously got this uh, elevator action return. Some of the um, key features you got: rewind, slow mode, quick and save, unlimited credits, stage select, increase healing. It's all the usual, like uh, you know stuff um it's it's just a it's a very basic arcade game the original's great and by the looks at the fact that you can see a picture of that on here i'm hoping that's on there as well because it would be a real shame if they don't add the, the include the original elevator actions on there as well because it's not i can't imagine very hard to chuck on an, a, a cartridge um regardless uh, elevator action returns a very expensive sega saturn game to get nowadays um oh, but it's just so good yeah so so good Kind of controls a little bit like um, flashback, um, a little bit, uh, you know, where you take like that one step forward sort of like movement. Um, but yeah, it, oh, it's beautiful, beautiful. Looks like there's a couple of other games coming as well. So Cleopatra Fortune is another one, and then yeah, uh, yeah. this laser action uh, layer. I almost read that completely wrong, and that could have gone very horribly. Layer section uh, shoot 'em up game, which I don't know anything about. It's all Taito titles though. It is. It is. Yeah. So you got Cleopatra Fortune, which is part of the S Tribute series as well. Which is a. Uh, I've had a quick go on it before, and I wasn't really feeling it. Um, it's I, my vibe. It was a bit like that Pack Attack game, a yeah. little bit. It Definitely felt a bit like that. that. Um, um, yeah. I mean, being a retro nut, I would probably get it <laughs> because it's yeah. an old game on a new system. Um, and I know if I give it time, I would be quite good. But yeah, I, I'm very much into my shmups. Uh, and that other game, which you didn't do too well um, naming, and I'm not going to ah, do very well, Ray much Crisis. better either. Yeah, La- layer Crisis. Section and Galactic Attack. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah, um, it's called Ray Crisis as well. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah I'm all for that. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, Layer Section is already out. It is Ray Crisis. So yeah, this is the third. Uh, obviously, Elevator Action is the third game in this series. So that's cool. Um, that does tell me that they probably didn't um, release these two as physical, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, 
Well, maybe and it also tells collection. me they might not do that original elevator action on there as well. Oh, I hope they do because they're both really good games. I noticed that there are two more slots in the, uh, the mm. product lineup, so that's always good. Yeah, coming soon: Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, but already available on Steam. And if I click Steam, you're looking oh, coming out 30th of November, approximately 30 weeks. I haven't got a price yet. Um, but guys, you, you got to play this game. It's, it's utterly fantastic. Elevator Action Returns, great game, really, really good game. Um, I uh, oh, wow, that, I'm really looking forward to playing it on my Steam Deck. Actually, oh yes, oh yes, that's um, what the Steam Deck's practically made for. <laughs> oh, it is for me. It's for me. I, I do need to play a proper AAA game on my Steam Deck. I just haven't got around to one. Um, Sony, what yes. have they just gone and done? They've only gone and bloody lost two million PlayStation Plus subscribers, haven't they? Oh, Sony, so careless. You know, just like, like, st- just stop moaning about it. Go out and find them again. You know, it's anyway. Enough Don't of those jokes. Yeah. Um, um, so why they, have they lost so many? This is as uh, some people are saying. This is as a result of the PlayStation Plus Essential and Premium thing, mm-hmm. um, which. I admit can cause a lot of confusion. I mean, like the essential tier is what eighty six pound ninety nine a month a year, uh, versus the premium tier, which is like ninety three pound ninety nine or something like that, which is kind of makes the essential tier completely pointless. Um, right. And there's the other aspect where the Sony head has turned around and said, um, "Yeah, people have just been going out more um, and not playing." Yeah, that, that's his excuse for this, isn't it? People have been yeah. going out more. Which is just a bit silly, I think. I mean, let's, let's just face it. Yeah, he kind of has a point. I mean, this year was the first year after COVID and all of that. So people were going on holiday for their summers and what have you. But also, there's there's just this prevailing thought that maybe they aren't offering what people exactly want <laughs> in this service. Maybe they just don't expect it from PlayStation. I mean... Mm. Sony are just trying to go for this whole Game Pass angle and it's kind of at odds with the games they release, which are all like high high value blockbuster titles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas Game Pass is very much like cheap and cheerful, throw it away after you're done with it kind of experiences. You've just reminded me I need to cancel mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I've I've gone for um the PlayStation uh, plus premium because I had um I had like a couple of months left on my existing one, so it only cost me a tenner to upgrade uh, just to try it out. But I don't think I'll be subscribing again after after it's ended. Whereas I would keep Game Pass because, well, I'm not buying any games for the Xbox, and the ga- the Game Pass provides me everything I could possibly want, whether that mm-hmm. be EA titles or the the first past party uh, Microsoft titles, which are so few and far between it hurts. Um, yeah. Whereas with PlayStation. You know, if they weren't off, if they were offering like their latest games for free as part of the service, people would be all in on it. There would be no reason to buy, you know, the 70 quid games. But that's not how PlayStation operates, you know. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's all that is, really. Um, I, I it all comes down to that choice confusion. If you need to like subscribe to a service and you're presented with a chart of what you can what you do get and what you don't get in each of the tiers, that immediate it's an immediate put off. It's like an Ubisoft collector's edition at that stage where you're getting certain things in one tier and you're losing other things in another. It's just silly and it just makes things confusing for your average buyer and i don't expect them to want to stick around for the premium tiers 
I've, I've got nothing to add. I mean, I'm I'm just not someone that that, that goes into this. I wanted to try out um, some some game recently. I didn't really like it. The the thing is, I I I play so many retro games for the channel um, that when I come around to playing new games, it's normally just I, I I'll just buy that one game. Um, yeah, and I don't really get many anything else other than that. I just buy that one game, so I don't need a subscription service that's going to um uh give them to me for, to, to download i did do it with the uh vita a lot like i i have an almost nothing vita collection i mean i'm talking like i've got maybe six or seven games at, at most um but even still i i i downloaded most of my games for the vita as part of that yeah. little collection um yeah i just i i've just got no interest um in, in being a part of that because i'll just buy games as and when uh same always preferred single purchase game says republic of uh, yeah uh, yeah, it's just the way I am. I, I I don't have enough time to to browse through all of these games every single time. Um, a guy I, I know um, who's a big advocate of it who came over the other day. He said that he's put sixty hours into Persona Five, I think it is, um, yeah. off of uh, the, the the Game Pass. And I'm like, that's cool. But I'm like, 50, like 50, 60 hours. I'd own that game. I would own. Yeah, that game. it's like um, I think there's like different different strokes here. I mean, some people can absolutely do it, and power to you if you can. But I think there's something to be said about buying a game for, you know, the higher price. Whether you like doing so or not is another thing. But so let's take Returnal for example. It's one of the mm. games that is available on PlayStation Plus Premium. Like I bought that game when it first came out for the seventy quid or you know thereabouts. I'm so glad I did because that in that extra cost kind of incentivized me to continue playing when mm -hmm. i was finding it very difficult if it was just another picture on a on a tile like board of tons and tons of pictures i would have bounced off that toot suite and moved on to something i wanted to play that wasn't you know potentially frustrating me at yeah, that time yeah. i would have completely ignored returnal and just gone to play i don't know slime rancher or something like that so it's just there is something to be said about the value of games. Oh, there absolutely is. I tell you what, like, um, not to get all old old man and old daddy uh, on it, but when I was a kid, you would get three, possibly four games a year. When when you move into the console, realm. Yeah. when you had like home home computers, you would get them almost weekly, and then you would get a collection that you'd get off your mates and stuff. But yeah, when when I could only really buy them on Christmas, birthday, and then the ones I saved up myself, um, uh, three or four a year or whatever it would be. Um, uh, man, you put the effort in. Like, if, if you give someone like the game, the Terminator nowadays for the Mega Drive, yeah. it's not that great a game. But yeah. I, that I, I loved that game. I love that game. Um, you know, like I, I was talking about that game today actually on Twitter. Um, because you put the effort in with that one game. Now my my son um, has people that are listening in. You can't see what I'm pointing at, but I'm pointing at 180 odd Switch games because I, I have, and they're just the physical ones. They're not including the ones I have digitally. My son has access to so many games that when he plays one for five minutes, uh, I'm not really feeling this. If he gets yeah. into five minutes, that is, he will just pick up another game. You know, um, and, and it's, just, it's just the way he is. And the thing is, he I couldn't get him into playing because I really wanted to play Turtles uh, with him. The, um, uh, uh, the, the 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 newer version, what is it? Shredder's Revenge. Uh, and he just wasn't really feeling it. But then his mate came over, who's a big Turtles fan, 
uh, yesterday. And I, oh, do you want to play the Shredder's Revenge, do you? And I put Shredder's Revenge on for him. And they were having the best time. I picked him up from school today and he's like, oh, we played Turtles in the playground off, off the back of playing that game. I was the orange one. I was like, it's Michelangelo. His name's Michelangelo. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, like, it, it, it's insane. Even for me, like, on my Steam Deck, I have access to so many games. I just cannot decide what to play. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, when when you physically buy games, um, you you tend to spend more time with them. It, it, it's an age old age old thing, but it's just the way this it, it's the way I do things myself. And it based, another reason I stopped paying for an online subscription thing where I had PS Plus games uh, for the PlayStation Four is I got a yearly report from. Uh, uh, Sony and said you put in this amount of hours in, and it was something like twelve. And I was, like, yeah, I'm cancelling. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, it was it's just a waste amount of money that just went out every month. You know, uh, yeah. Lulu bought a Steam Deck this week. So I on. At, at that point, you're just taking up bandwidth at that stage, right? So you might as well mm. just get off the pot and let someone else use it. <laughs> you know? That's how I feel. Um, but also, like, you find yourself like, especially when I was a kid, you find yourself playing games which are considered poor now you know like how everybody like riffs on bobsy the bobcat uh, yeah the, yeah you got Mega those Drive. hardcore fans out there because those are the people that owned it yeah you, you played that game because it's what you had <laughs> for that weekend you know if you rented the if you rented the game like lion king or boogerman or what have you that was your weekend and you had to make the best of it yeah you know? i mean home alone is the perfect rent game i wouldn't yeah. want to own that game but it's a really good amount of fun to have for back then, obviously, um, uh, to, to play for one weekend. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you don't want to own that game; you just want to rent it. And 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 oh, what what was that? There was that in Slime World game. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, there was like a Slime World game as well for the um, Mega Drive. Uh, that was a rent game. Um, mm. Two crude dudes, one crap game. That was a good rent game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, uh, yeah, it was just Blockbuster Special, wasn't it? You know, yeah, I, big time. I remember getting the Flintstones on Mega Drive. Um, oh, yes. And I really enjoyed it. I loved it because it was the game I got to play that weekend and I had a lot of time to play it. Um, <laughs> finally got my own copy. And uh, yeah, it's I still mm -hmm. enjoy that game. But back in the day, it was considered the most average to poor experience on the Mega yeah. Drive you could get. It's like, well, I didn't know that. And I didn't really care at that point because I was a dumb kid and I just wanted to play a game. And, you know, I enjoy the innocence of that. And I, yeah. I try I try and keep that going. You know, I try not to re let reviews like color my opinion of the latest Sonic game or, you know, I just want to play it. You're going to be picking myself. up Frontiers, are you? I will. I'm not going to let reviews like color it. I have seen that there's been around seven and eight out of ten, which seems pretty good for a Sonic, Sonic game critically. Mm -hmm. But ultimately it doesn't color my opinion i'll just play it and see whether i like it yeah and i want I'll... to get it on ps5 at some point um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, but this happens every so often I, we're, we're watching footage right now because a video has just moved on to it but uh god of war ragnarok i still haven't played the old god of war game and i bought it about a year or so ago it's great it's yeah, genuinely, i don't know it's genuinely great yeah it's yeah, one of those get around to it yeah, it's one of those ones. It's like very, very Sony, um, Sony in the modern age. You have a snowy landscape. You have a kid with a bow and arrow and you're like buddying up with someone. Um, and that's pretty much every Sony exclusive for the past 10 years. Um, yeah. But ultimately, it's one of the better ones. And God of War has tenure as a franchise. So 
Kratos yeah. is a very, very lovable, angry, angry man. Um, yeah, what, I what really want to up from the old games, though. Eh? Um, yeah, and they. I'll tell you what. It's like the games were the the previous games were always serious, like the the first God of War, like one, two, three, and and Judgment or Ascension. It was, mm-hmm. um, they were always super serious, very po faced, and what have you. But they were almost comedic in their approach because yeah, you're yeah. just dealing with this incredibly angry person who was just doing this crazy, crazy violent stuff. In the new one, it's really heartfelt and done incredibly well. Um, and you actually give you give crap about the kid as well, and normally yeah. that's a very difficult thing to do. Especially, I, I do like that they've changed it up because the old God of War games passed me by, uh, and then you, when the second one comes out and the third one comes out, it gets to that point where I'm like, oh man, I'm not going to get into these now. Um, yeah. but they've changed it up, and now is my time to play them. You know, the, the newer versions. Um, and it happened with Resident Evil. Resident Evil passed me by, uh, but I got into them when they went first person, and now I want to go back. Yeah, and I have done. I mean, oh, I, I played through number one actually in zero a little bit, but I never completed them. And it's um, waiting for them to remaster the God of War from PS4. You know, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't want that. It will. It will. It will. Uh, I tell you another thing that will happen is I'm going to be putting a pre-order down. In fact, I've already done it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's our segue into our last topic. Um, Second Adam, last. Yeah, Adam Hunter is coming as a. Uh, uh, collectible figurine thing from storm yes i've got the other one right here let me move my copy of tanglewood to get a copy get him here he is yeah i picked up one of these as well axel stone there he is there he is Ah. (laughs) he's awesome he's awesome so normally we don't talk about toys on here no (laughs) um but but these are (laughs) yeah no um these are really, really well-made figures. Um, yeah, Storm yeah. collectibles are fantastic, and uh, they've been doing a lot of good with Golden Axe as well as Streets of Rage Four now. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I kind of wanted to highlight it is, is because I really want to see Blaze uh, made as uh, a figure. Yeah. I also want to see the, you know, the OG, the most devastating character in the Streets of Rage franchise. Uh, of course, I'm talking about knife wielding Galcia, who charges at you head first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really want them to continue this this series, and they've been very very slow with it. Um, so yeah, yeah, like, well, like it's got to be what two years, maybe. Yeah, kind of kind of show it some love, guys, because they did the same with Golden Axe. They had Axe uh, Axe Battler like for a good couple of years, and then suddenly they released Death Adder, and now they've done Gilius and Tyrus and all of the villains. Definitely show that comics and cocktails link. Um, that I uh, showed you before there, Dan, in the in the word doc, because there are so many golden axe figures. Um, yeah, the I'm best ones now. The best ones being the skeletons, the skeleton, the skelly boys, because they happen to be some of the cheapest, but they are so so poseable, and uh, you can you can make some really like funny scenes out of them. Um, but yeah, yeah, like the 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 quality of these things are unreal, um, and also the they're, they're not they're not cheap. In. You're looking yeah, close not. to triple digits. In fact, this one is triple digits. I think it's, you're looking about £100 roughly for this one. Um, they've got to do Blaze next. I know you said that they, you, you look, you're thinking they're going to do some of the other characters. But if they do, um, you know, Adam, it. Axel, and and then Blaze, that's, even though it's four Streets of Rage 4, um, that's your original lineup. Yeah. And then we've got to see Max because we've got to have Streets of Rage 2. 
involved as well. Well, these are all very much labelled to Streets of Rage 4. That's the thing. And Max is in Streets of Rage 4. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking of... Um, skate. 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 Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do you think we're going <laughs> to... The kangaroo in there. Um, we're definitely not going to get that um, that character that got swiped out of Streets of Rage 3 on the Mega Drive Mini 2. Are we? <laughs> no, 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 we're not going to get Ash, even though I would absolutely love that. I can tell you know, completely their thing. I can totally see us getting a, um, I've forgotten her name, boss character with the whip, Electra. Or... Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be totally awesome. <laughs> but yeah, like, it wouldn't be awesome. It wouldn't be awesome. I want them to stop with Blaze because he's our oh, 100 pound a pop. And now I've started, I can't stop. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Streets of Rage 4 has become a very expensive obsession of mine. Um, the only thing I don't own that's official, from my own, I, I mean, maybe there's other things out there that I've not noticed, but I think the only thing that they've released that isn't official that I don't have is uh, the, the the officially licensed posters. Everything else I own. I've got the... Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They have actually released the Game of the Year version on the Switch. That's I don't own that, but that's that's a cheap game to get. You can get that cheap. I'll get that in time. Uh, the fact that you've yeah. actually got the, the, the enemies of Golden Axe. Yeah, and there's you got the Hammer Bros, you got the uh, you got uh, Death Adder, and um, what's the upgrade of Death Adder? The uh, who was what's his name? Forgot. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then yeah, you got pretty much everything, even the like the, the lizard skeletons as well. Oh bloody hell! Street Fighter <laughs> characters as well, tons of them. There you yeah. go, the Bad Brothers. Yeah. Oh, this is this is quite. I, I can see this becoming an addiction. I did at one point start collecting horror movie figurines, like in my early twenties. So we're talking, wow, yeah. nearly twenty years ago. <laughs> I've 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 got a whole load of them up here as well. <laughs> the neck. I ended up um, getting rid of alien. them quite quick because I, I I had like Chucky and uh, you know Bride of Chucky and a few other people like Freddy Krueger and a few other like the obvious ones. You um, couldn't get me to part with my Alien Queen. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, you've shown your alien queen before. Yeah, I won't do it again. But she is <laughs> she is a beautiful little girl. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, and it isn't actually the end, because I realised we've got one more topic. I think I just deleted the tab when we was uh, chatting before about download lineups. Uh, and the final Ooh. topic. This is weird. This is a retro gaming podcast, and we are about to talk about a game franchise that are all going to make you feel really, really old. Um, Gears of War. Is 16 years old. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> and it's actually going to grace the cover of Retro Gamer Magazine next next month, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely insane to think about. But yeah, it is that old. And it was that old, you know, 16 years, 15 years was how old the Mega Drive was when, you know, the Wii was coming out and what have you. When you think about it, it's just crazy to think that it's come along this far. I mean, I'm sure people have good memories playing Gears of War, right? And uh, going back to Gears of War is one of those. It doesn't feel retro because so many games use its like mold even today. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is that old. Yeah. It is. So it started its life on the 360. Um, yeah. I mean, how many games have there been? I mean, there's four mainline games, isn't there? So you've got the, I think it's up to Gears 6 now. Oh um, okay. I, I haven't I haven't started playing them yet. I'll get I'll, Gears of War was on my I've got to play that one day list, and now there's six of them. It, it's and then there's Gears of War Judgment, and uh, then there's a whole book series as well, comic books. 
mm. you know it was a media franchise for sure it was almost as big as halo i'd say almost because nothing will ever beat that like halo free you know launch craze that was a thing um but yeah it's getting a series on uh on netflix as well as a feature length movie which yeah that's it's we all up watching that i'm gonna be all over that uh netflix have a terrible reputation for uh signing and cancelling uh shows uh not just video game ones but especially video game ones yeah um and uh that that worries me um because i do like the look of gears of war i've just played them yeah um yeah i've gone back to the other page now (laughs) and i'm looking through all of the uh other action figures that are coming um but yeah isn't there yeah yeah um but hey i'm sure there's just see robocop 2 hang on is there robocop 2 scroll up scroll up People can't yeah. see what we're looking at. Right, guys, thanks so much for checking out the podcast. Yeah. We're going to keep looking at these toys for a little bit live. So if you want to check out what we do before and after the podcast, just come and join us over on Twitch or over on uh, YouTube every Tuesday, unless we're too busy to be on there that night. <laughs> but we're on there most Tuesday nights. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I think we're going to uh, – we'll, uh, we'll end it right there. Yes. I don't know what that noise it. means. That's our end it right there noise. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Dude, still don't know how to end one of these things. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. Thanks for listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show with myself, DJ Slope, and my co-host, Grizzly Cryden, recorded live on Twitch every single Tuesday night. If you want to listen in live, then make your way over to twitch.tv forward slash Slope's Game Room at 9pm UK time, 1pm Pacific Standard Time, and 4pm Eastern Standard Time. And as stated, if you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider supporting the show on Patreon or as a YouTube member. And finally, if you do have any news stories for us then please do feel free to drop them in the dedicated rooms over on discord at discord.gg forward slash slopes game room and until next time guys this is dj slope signing out and hopefully i'll see you all next time